Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Recap Show. It is Monday, August 29th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. And you guys are joining us for She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 2, Superhuman Law. This episode, just like the first one, is still written by Jessica Gao and directed by Kat Corio. And if you listen to our regular podcast show last week where we did the She-Hulk comic book, this episode is like that comic book. A carbon copy, put it on yeah. screen. I, I felt like I was a reading the book while watching the episode. Yeah, pretty dang close. I'll say that. They made some changes, but I think it's all for the better to fit into the MCU. I will say, yeah, this has very interesting Easter eggs. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe I missed them. <laughs> you gotta lay them out for me. All right, well, um, from the last episode, we know the world knows of She-Hulk now. Yes, Jen Walters in that little courtroom. She transformed in front of everybody, and the world knows. Uh, this green lady is out mm-hmm. of nowhere, you know? She had to do that because um, Titania was attacking the, the whole courtroom, and she was able to stop her, and then after that, win the case. That's true, but uh, I guess with all this uh, fiasco going on, this news coverage about it, right? Right. And uh, everyone is commenting about this Titania person uh, revealing the, the identity of of Jen Walters as She-Hulk. And there's just, I think news coverage on in the comics is mm. a big thing. And I think they're translating that to screen. There's just a lot of like yeah. uh, news anchors talking about this going on. Right, yeah. And uh, there's like, they're eating me a guy that was like a witness. And I think he's the one that like named her She-Hulk. He said a uh, Chick-Hulk first. Chick-Hulk. <laughs> And she, she, even She-Hulk, she doesn't like that name, but she has to go with it. Uh, it kind of sucks, right? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> she's learning that the world knows now. And then uh, she's like, it's the night after or the night of. And uh, she's hesitant to go into the bar because they're actually uh, screaming at She-Hulk. Like, right. Like, uh, like exclaiming her name out there. So she's like, okay, give them what they want. She turns to She-Hulk and walks in and they're like cheering. Everyone loves her. Yes. Uh, she enters and it's like, oh, she's getting free drinks, right? Like, right. like it's like she's the hero of the of the town as uh, she's just kind of commiserating to her, her friend Nikki about mm-hmm. it. Like she hates the name She-Hulk. Right. It's just a copy of Hulk, <laughs> right? It sucks. And then um, her boss, the DA, has to approach her and inform her that not only did they not win the case, but it was like a mistrial. And the other law firm was like uh, LKGH. I was wondering how you get it. It's G L K N H. There's no way I'm going to remember that. Really? Okay. It's, it, I, you told me it's like the names of the uh, comic book creators back right. in the day. Right? Yeah. So it was like Goodwin, right? Goodman? Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. He was like the owner of the comic book Timely Comics, which is what it was before Marvel. I see. Okay. And then Lieberman is for Stan Lee. That's his real last name. Okay. Is it just Lieber, right? Uh, I think it's Lieber or Lieberman. I'm not okay. sure. And then um, Kurtzberg is Jack Kirby. Right, right. right. And I think um, Holloway is just for that character. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. he's the only one we see out of those f- partners. The H in the name. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But um, yeah, the DA informs her like, yeah, there's a mistrial. They say the jury was biased because you saved their life. That's true. And uh, you made a big scene about it, right? Like finding this person in the middle of a courtroom and this can't happen again. So sorry, I'm going to have to let you go. So not only did she lose the case and the world knows she's She-Hulk, she also lost her job. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she kind of won the case, but mistrial, right? It's like, yeah. But is that like a draw? Is that what that is? It's like, oh, something came up where we can't trust the decision kind of thing. Yeah, I believe that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's unemployed and she's sulking in her apartment trying to um, find jobs. And there's like a montage 
a la stepbrothers of her going True. into job interviews. And it left and right, she's getting turned down, right? Uh, in the middle of the, those rooms, she cannot get a job offer to save her life. It's because she's She-Hulk and the law firms don't want to take that on, right? It's like a circus, they said. That's true. They know Jen Walters is She-Hulk. Secret identities are not a huge thing in Marvel, I feel no. like. yeah. <sighs> Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, right? Everyone knows Bruce Banner. You have to do a magic spell for everyone to forget you. Yeah, right. It's the only way. <laughs> it's actually a bigger problem if they don't know you. Like, <laughs> the writers, <laughs> yeah. this character's a headache, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she cannot get a job. She's just sulking. And now she has to go to like a family dinner too. Right. And like kind of embarrassed of what's going on around her. And this is when I was like, oh, I love this show. Because this is when um, the first time we see the actor Mark Lynn Baker, who was part of one of my favorite sitcoms as a child. What are we talking about here? I don't uh, know. The actor that plays uh, her dad was in the sitcom Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Perfect Strangers. I haven't heard of the show. Never watched it. Okay. It's, I know it's before my time. Yeah, it was an 80s sitcom. Uh, it's all uh, The Odd Couple because... Okay, what's that? <laughs> you don't know The Odd Couple? That's a 70s sitcom. <laughs> Which one's the one with the alien? What? Oh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a 60s sitcom. Actually, maybe Mork and Mindy's 70s and Odd Couple is probably 60s. Another show I've never watched. It's just before my time. I can't add comments on it. So, okay, so Perfect Strangers is this guy that lives, I think they're in New York. Or no, I think it's Chicago, actually. And um, he's just a single guy. He's kind of like a um, uh, straight and narrow kind of guy, by the book kind of guy. Okay. And then he gets uh, noticed that his long lost cousin, it's like third generation, or third oh. whatever, uh, comes and he's from like a little country that I think it's like made up. I don't even know if it's a real country. Narnia? But he's supposed to be like, doesn't know anything about American culture. Mm -hmm. So he comes to America, lives with him. They never met him before. Well, he just lets him in though? I think the, his family's like, you have to let your cousin live with you because he's one of those. To, yeah. And then it's like, oh, and, and show him around and teach him about America. And uh, he doesn't know anything. So, you know, that hijinks ensue. <laughs> it's like a. Borat. Yeah, it's like Borat is living with, uh, I don't know. Just a straight and narrow character. Yeah. This complete opposite. Yeah. This is uh, uh, another show spun off of this show. What? Family Matters. It is? Yeah. Oh, well, how, how does that connect? <laughs> There's like a, a character that works in the office that they work at, and it's the mom from Family Matters. Oh, wow. Okay. that's. I never knew there was any spin-offs of that show. There was like no reason to connect them. It's just that actress got a job in Family Matters, and they they were like, let's just make it the same character. Because <laughs> she's not a big part of Perfect Strangers at all. And that's totally the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the first shared universe. Tiny. <laughs> Well, we'll copy them. Started it all. Okay, that makes sense why he's casted in this. Yeah, he's used to being in a big universe. I think it's the same character from that. Isn't he's in this? Perfect. He Perfect kids. strangers. <laughs> uh, again, this like family dinner where she's so uncomfortable. Everyone's commenting on kind of she she lost her job and right. she's also a Hulk. And even like the uncle is like kind of like not intentionally but like passive aggressive. Like say like, oh yeah, your cousin is now a manager at Best Buy or something. Yes. And yes. he's employed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just like dig it into it, yeah. you know. Really annoying as uh, she's just bummed out even further. 
her dad pulls her into the garage. They just have a one-on-one, like, are you okay? I'm like, you know, check it on her right. kid, his kid. He's making sure that she's okay because she understands how tough it can be because she's not the only Hulk in the family now. Yeah. They've gone through this and pretty much saying like, yeah, we got through it so you can get through this. That's true. And you know, you know I think Hulk, uh, everyone is kind of right where they think Hulk's kind of a monster if he destroyed a whole city. <laughs> think about it. And then uh, what, does she get a call or something from uh, Hol- Holden? Yeah, she's just uh, sulking in the bar this time again. And then yeah. she gets another call from uh, 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 Hol- Holloway just like meets up in the bar yeah. and says, oh, can I get you a drink and offer you a job? Right. And she, this is the only difference in the comic book mm-hmm. is he wants to hire her to be She-Hulk. And in the comics, it's the other way around. She's all, she, she loves being She-Hulk, but he wants to hire Jennifer Walters. That's right. I think it makes sense because we're like different points in like the Marvel timeline. Yeah. She has been She-Hulk for too long in this. Mm-hmm. And also uh, she's uncomfortable in that skin. Right. Still. But he wants her because they want to start like a superhuman law division. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's a thing. You need that after a while, right? Mm-hmm. And he wants her to like spearhead it. And she's like, okay, but I have to have my own paralegal. It's just a way to get her friend a job too. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, right? Yeah. As a she's walking into her new office and it's like pretty big deal the the whole right. building it's like nice fancy office but she uh soon realizes that everyone's gonna be like oh this is just kind of like a she got the job because she's she-hulk and doesn't right. really deserve it as an attorney and she's almost like a mascot yeah, uh, yeah there you go <laughs> just a face for it all and uh, she's a little bit peeved. She she does feel like she deserves it, though. It's a sweet office, though. Yeah. Because, like, corner office, all windows. And it's, like, huge. Like, she has a desk and a seating area <laughs> and a fridge fully stocked. It's a classic, like, you know, real law firm whole deal, right? Isn't that like... Yeah, but usually you work your way up to that. Yeah. <laughs> She deserves it. Oh, you're one of the haters. You think she doesn't deserve it. Uh, but she first learns that like her first case is going to be uh, for Emil Balansky, abomination. And she does not want to take it. This guy tried to kill her cousin. Yeah, the from the uh, Hulk movie, right? Right. And so she has a conflict of interest there. But that's the whole thing. She's going to have to defend him and get him out of kind of like, how does this work? Like release him from prison if uh, like fight for his case, right? Yeah. And then um, Holloway's like, you you could either take this case or you don't have a job. So she's kind of forced to take it. And she goes to visit him at the Supermax prison. Yeah. It's a DODC prison, damage control prison. We saw this prison in Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. So I think this prison is going to be a recurring place in the next couple like shows and movies. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like where Thunderbolt starts. I mean, it, that's my best guess. If they're all in one place, why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. Uh, a central thing. I think Damage Control is making more of an appearance too in the MCU. Right. I think there's a new Damage Control comic book. Oh, is there? Yeah. I wonder if that's any good. I heard it's like uh, The Office, but with superpowers. <laughs> okay, that's kind of fun. Uh, this uh, super prison, she meets him there and it's Tim Roth. It's, it's, yeah. it's not- I love a, Tim Roth. You do? Yeah. Since like Reservoir Dogs. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, he's like just being kind of charming. He's not this bloodthirsty monster, gigantic. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> and uh, he's got like what, seven lovers out there. <laughs> I understand. I get it. 
<laughs> it's funny because like he almost convinces her what she thought of was like wrong. Like he thought he was being a hero, right? Hulk was like destroying things and out of control. So he was like a, a soldier hired by the US to stop him. And the government doing tricky things, popping up with this liquid. Uh, it might be super soldier serum, but still he's yeah. like haywire in this point. So he has to rampage Harlem, I guess. Right. And like he thought he was going to be a hero stopping the Hulk and said he's the one now in prison. And Hulk is like an Avenger. That's a good point, right? Right. It's the same thing. Like, what? What? Why is one a hero and one like a prisoner? You get the short end of the straw there, mm-hmm. right? If like you think before, about it. before he was abomination, he was like a decorated soldier. He said, "Yeah, I didn't believe that. He's kind of a short guy, <laughs> but still, <laughs> it, it's a it's a flip of everything, right?" And. Uh, so she does like see his case and like, well, maybe I will defend you. Yeah, but there's one person she needs to clear it with, and she decides to call up Bruce and say like, "Hey, this is the situation. Um, I have to take this case if I want to keep this job, but I want to make sure it's okay with you." And he finally says, "Yeah, I'm okay with it." He wrote a letter and gave mm-hmm. me this nice haiku. It's like, right. "All right, uh, it's it's all right. We've made our amends at this point." Mm-hmm. So she kind of like says like, "Okay," she wasn't even really calling to ask you. Saying like I'm gonna take the case. Yeah, sorry, sorry, cousin. I know this yeah. guy tried to kill you, but I'm gonna do it. And then uh, another call comes up, and it's Holloway. Right, and he's like, um, "I'm glad you're taking the case because new like evidence has come up that's gonna be very important. So you better check out the news." And on the footage there, we see that uh, Abomination did get released from prison at one point, fought in what we saw in Shang Chi, <laughs> yeah. and like like an underground fighting match. And so, you know, there's another crap in, in the, the the case there. It was a short episode. I think it was only like half an hour long. Yeah, I think they all are that, but this one felt especially short. Yeah, it kind of just kept moving. The last one was almost 40 minutes. Was it? So there's a little bit more, but this one felt quick, um, especially because I felt like I read the book, so I knew it was happening. Yeah, I felt the same way. But um, still a lot of cool Easter eggs. Like like with Hulk, when she called him, he wasn't at his lab. He left uh, on his Sakarian ship. And what does that mean? Is he? I mean, getting... it looks like he's going back to, uh, uh, what is, is it, Sakar? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Does he have a kid out there? Is this a... It's got to be. Yeah. It's um, a custody visit. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go there to take a paternity test. <laughs> I think this episode had maybe less laughs than the first one, mm-hmm. uh, but it did its job as far as getting the framework for the rest of the series, I think. Yeah. I just felt like I was laughing a bit more. It was a bit goofier in the first episode with the Captain America stuff, to be yeah. honest. Um, with Abomination and Hulk and She-Hulk, my big question is the hair. Still? She-Hulk's hair changes. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, Bl- Blonsky goes bald. Like, he loses his hair. And he grows... Are those... They're not gills. They're like fins on the side of his yeah. head, right? Because his is like... They try... It's not really the Hulk serum or blood. They try to redo the Captain America Super Soldier serum. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was bad. <laughs> it's the same exact thing? Like, like, was it also radiation? Yeah. Like, they try to combine, I think, using gamma radiation to redo it. But that's not what it was. And, and it turned into what he is. It's like Jurassic Park where they have to use part frog DNA to yeah. do it. It's like that. They had to fill in the gaps. He's almost Captain America, but then mostly frog. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, too much frog in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, his hair falls out. 
Does it just grow back when he I don't know. settles down? Yeah, I would I would hate that if you every time you came back down you're completely bald. Yeah, that's true. Like it just falls out. But then Bruce Banner's hair doesn't change at all. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Well, his head expands, but it's the same fullness of hair. So he like proportionally it's it's almost same like he, ratio. he must grow more follicles as he grow also, uh, also right? Okay. There's, but it doesn't lengthen. No. <laughs> What are the rules here? This is what we need to talk about. <laughs> well, you know what? It's because he's a completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how he like is now smart, Hulk? Yeah. Is there some parts of his body, like maybe he's in his pants that don't grow proportionately? You're saying like uh, he kept some parts full Hulk? Oh, I was thinking like, what if that was the last missing piece that is like, this is, this is, I have to stay in this lab five more months to figure this out. <laughs> he figured out the, the first part really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just what I was thinking. That was that was the brain teaser I was wondering. <laughs> well, I mean, in in um, Thor Ragnarok, right? Yeah, there's uh, the hot tub scene. Okay, <laughs> and then um, Hulk gets out completely naked, right? Okay, and you can see Thor kind of like look away, okay. like impressed. Look at these rubes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's proportionate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Thor is impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the scene where she's kind of like all mopey because she can't find a job. Yeah. She's on her computer on a website. It's a news website, I think. And there's a bunch of Easter eggs on that website. Really? Yeah. Did you see the one? Um, one is talking about um, the celestial that's coming out of the ocean. Uh, Tiamat? Yeah. Okay. And then another one says like, uh, man with claws, metal claws in bar fight. No way. Really? Yeah. So, saber tooth. Saber tooth. <laughs> Saber tooth. <laughs> Middle claws. So that, do you think that means we're going to get X-Men sooner rather than later? I'd love to see them pop up here and there. Like there, we see characters here and there, but we don't make the connection of mutants yet. Maybe it's like the, the idea of mutants has to grow out still. Like, oh, it's in our genes. So you're saying you'll see a character, but like the real character? Maybe. M- maybe not soon. Like maybe in it's not till phase six, mm. but not X-Men stuff yet. Like the, okay. the title. X-Men. Maybe yeah. mutants will come first and right. the greater pop of the super but like, oh, there's this new thing, mutants. Oh, uh, okay. I like that. Yeah, I think they're gonna roll it out fairly, fairly slow. Not, yeah. Not a, a movie right away, like you like you said. Yeah, because then it would just be uh, maybe less impressive. Yeah. And, and it's like this bubbling thing that they have to be scared about. Because we have to be scared of the mutants. Do you think they're gonna say um Namor's a mutant? Ooh. No. Because he's not blue skinned. I don't think so. Because I mean the Atlanteans, yeah, they're 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 not all mutants, they're just Atlanteans, right? Yeah, no, no yeah. I and think I think, he's, I think he's he's got that skin because isn't he like half human also? Yeah. So I think that's why. Okay. Mm, I hope they say he is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe retroactively, do you think maybe Namor would know what a mutant even is? Yeah, I don't know. If he's like from this ancient culture, supposedly. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Maybe like I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much. Yeah, you I just I just want You just wanna have one I have a podcast. <laughs> I just want mutants to be a thing already. Like, yeah, it was cool that Kamal. Khan is one, but like, let's keep it going. Keep it. I want <laughs> to see more. Just stop there. We're just gonna forget about me. <laughs> forget it for like a whole nother phase. Yeah. Now, um, there's a part where um, she's talking to Blonsky. Okay. And he's mentioning like, oh, I have seven other pen pals. 
right? Yeah. I think those are oh. the Thunderbolts. Oh, wow. You think so he's I just think like playing them? I think it, it will be a team of eight, maybe. Wow, okay. So he's saying seven others. So maybe like one leader type, general type. Maybe that's uh, Val. And then like a team of seven, whatever. Well, fake, fake heroes, because they're not going to be heroes, right? You think Zemo's going to be one of those eight? Uh, maybe, because he's in. He's locked up, right? His uh, Citizen V character, you know? I yeah. mean, uh, Blonsky was in the military. He might know this like code that he's like keeping inside of his love letters. Like it's really just secret codes. You're right, yeah. Plotting to break out something. Yeah, that could be interesting. I know we're going to see... Um, uh, Wong on the show, I think. I think I yeah. just saw him in a courtroom in one of the trailers. Right. So what, like, how is he getting roped in? Is it just because of the Emil Blonsky stuff? Yeah, I think he's going to have to say like, yeah, I broke him out. But did he have... But why? Why does he do that? They never explained that. Maybe like the government is in on that. And so then there's like secrets going on with damage control that they're trying not to get out. It's so weird. Like, yeah. Why would the government want him out to fight in underground fights? I don't. That I don't understand. They're testing the waters with this whole Thunderbolts idea. Can we control mm. these villains? Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Throw them into underground fights, see how they fare. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe that. Yeah. I'm a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a short episode. I'm hoping the rest are longer. Um, I think because it's nine episodes, some are going to be shorter than others. Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's other just half hour episodes, but I, I'm hoping we get um, something with more... More to get into next week. More meat of the episode. Yeah. I thought we could just have some more goof still, like maybe more family dinner stuff. Yeah. We could have stretched that out a bit more. Maybe make it, you know. Yeah. They should have talked about Perfect Strangers a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah, have references in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, fourth wall breaking. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We do the recap every Monday and our regular um, podcast on Wednesday. So you won't want to miss it. Just hit subscribe in your podcast app. You can do that. You can also go to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Let's chat over there about She-Hulk. We'll be back next week with the recap for the episode three. Until then, Daniel, do you have an outro? We know Captain America fucks. Does Hulk smash? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you guys.